Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. <laughs> this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Hey everybody, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. You are listening to a live broadcast, 10-6-2019. And uh, this will also be on the Holy Ghost radio podcast that you can listen to later. 
We've got um, a bunch of different people listening, texting me already. You can text me tonight, 701-290-7862. I'm trying to talk and read my texts at the same time. Um, I'm just going to read the ones I've got already. I guess Dave and Lauren are listening in Fargo. Uh, Greg is listening in, K- in Kentucky. Brother Fuller listening somewhere up in the Lake Sakakawea area. The Stoners are listening tonight here in Dickinson. And Justin is driving and listening. And plus a bunch of people just texted me. We've got uh, we've got uh, Jeannie listening in Michigan. We've got Carl listening in uh, Kansas. And we've got, uh, let's see, the Burling family is listening up by Grafton. So we've got, so far, those are all, te- we got a bunch more texting me, a whole bunch are texting me. I'll have to catch those on the next time around. This is a broadcast sponsored by the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're located at 501 Elks Drive, and we uh, would love to get to meet you. If you're from the Dickinson area here, uh, we are, if you're listening online tonight, we, we are broadcasting live on an AM station it's not a christian station it's just a like an oldies rock and roll station here in dickinson and we've been doing this for i think close to 20 years now something like that and um in fact uh, abe is 19 or he's abe's running the controls i don't think you were born yet when we started doing that in fact i think your parents just had gotten married and we had our first broadcast right after that if i remember right and so um traditionally we've had i've had single young men help me run the run this not always uh, some of them have been married but now abe's going to be getting married here in january so who's going to take your place if you're not going to do this anymore but um we've got in fact abe's fiance sierra just texted me from arkansas um they're listening tonight from arkansas so just a bunch of people listening tonight we've, we're glad that you're listening i want you to be part of this broadcast by texting me or emailing me robert simons 58 at gmail.com. The text number is 701-290-7862. The, um, just tell you a little bit about our church here in Dickinson. We, we, uh, when we first moved to town about 30 years ago, 31 years ago or so, we, we, um, met at two different motels that we started there and then we bought a church. The old, our old church is 105 7th Avenue West. That church is sold now. It's closing here in a, a couple weeks. And to another church group, we bought um, the Elks building on January, the first part of January in 2018. So it's been a, a year, just coming up on two years now, that we'll be in that, that building. And it's just a beautiful building. We bought the top floor of the Elks building. I think it's about 18,000 square feet. It will seat the sanctuary will seat about 500 people total, and uh, we've got it set up now for about 300 seating in there, and uh, we've got a beautiful fellowship hall, Sunday school classes, uh, just a great, great church. You know, paved parking lot, the whole deal, and and even better yet, it's right on Interstate 94, right on the highway. So we're excited about it. Uh, God has really blessed us um, and helped us. We've got. Um, you know, just ex- I'm excited about what God's doing in Dickinson and bringing this Acts 2:38 message to Dickinson. The reason we moved here from Bismarck is because we didn't know of a, a Christian church that preached the Acts 2:38 message. And what I mean by that is the plan of salvation, the born again, born of the water and spirit, 
found in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, where Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so we believe that, we promote that. It's nothing I made up, it's in your Bible too. It's not just a Pentecostal Bible, it's just in all Bibles. All Christian Bibles, Acts 2.38 is, and all through the book of Acts you'll see believers that that uh, the, the basic plan of salvation, of course, was faith in God, repentance towards God, water baptism, which is immersion in the name of Jesus, and Matthew 28.19 where Jesus said baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The apostles baptized in the name of Jesus because they understood what Jesus was saying in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He didn't say names, and not only that, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. Jesus is a name, and that's the name that the apostles baptized in. We take his name upon us in baptism, and it's a very, very important thing. And, of course, the baptism of the Holy Spirit evidenced with the initial evidence of speaking in in another language that you had not known, that you had not learned. We still believe in that, and God has filled many, many people with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and uh, many people in our church that um, that just grew up in all kinds of different faiths, or even no faiths at all, that are now walking with God in this New Testament plan of salvation. I had to say all that because I don't know if I'll get to the plan of salvation tonight in this in this radio show, but I want to talk about a simple topic tonight: uh, change your habits change your life. Uh, Very, very simple. It's nothing you've never heard before, uh, nothing you've never thought of before. I'd like to start tonight in Ezekiel 14.14, and it says this, Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord God. Now, I want to start with this verse because this verse, for some reason, uh, the Lord is speaking through Ezekiel here and is qualifying three men as maybe the top men of the Old Testament, possibly, because he mentions these three men. These three men are men that you don't find really any fault in at all in the Bible, uh, Noah, Daniel, and Job. And, and he said that even if these three men were in this nation, that God would still des- destroy the nation that he was prophesying about, even though he would help those men to be delivered by their own righteousness. Now I want to talk about this tonight because what made these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, so special? And if you can guess what made them so special, text me tonight, 701-290-7862. What made Noah, Daniel, and Job so special. We've got Abe running the controls here tonight. Neither one of us brought guitars in here, so we're not going to be doing any singing. Um, we're going to play a song and come right back. I've tried everything to be the man I'm supposed to be. When I fail, the enemy he speaks to me, whispering in my ear, you might as well give up. To try again would just be one more bitter cup. So when the darkness sets in and I've lost my way, 
My dreams seem shattered and I've blown another day. My only hope is in the one who died for me. Teach me, Lord, to be the man I'm supposed to be. Got a long way to go to be like my Lord. To stay the same is one thing I cannot afford. My wife and family need someone who will leave. I've got to die so you can live in me. And so I plead that when the darkness sets in and I've lost my way. My dreams seem shattered cause I've blown another day. My only hope is in the one who died for me. Teach me, Lord, to die and be the man I'm supposed to be. Fails your faithful when I fail to please And when the pressure's great it drives me to my knees Into that secret place where you can transform me Into the image of the man I'm supposed to be So when the darkness sets in and I've lost my way tongue has shattered lives and I've wasted yet another day. My only hope is in the one who died for me. Transform me, Jesus, into the man I'm supposed to be. Change me, change me, Lord.
was Bill Farron and his newer CD. It's not brand new anymore, but uh, Bill Farron, that is some good stuff. Every single track on that CD is great. And uh, you can, in fact, uh, Holy Ghost Radio is going to kind of be starting to promote that CD. So I don't know, I don't know if they're promoting it just yet, I, um, but I think real soon they'll be promoting that. So if you're tying to Holy Ghost Radio, you'll be actually seeing an advertisement for Brother Bill Farron's CD. He's a, an evangelist and a friend of mine. We're talking tonight in Ezekiel 14 about these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, and how God seemed to... Oh, by the way, this is Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is show. Uh, better, I better uh, just give a shout-out to all these texts I got. Yvonne and Bowman. We've got some Matherns, Ramseys, Lees listening. Brother Roland in Morganstown, Kentucky. Tim and Brandy in North Carolina. We've got Casey and Jackson listening tonight. Uh, we've got Brother Griffith. Brother Blackshear, these are a couple of good preachers. Uh, Alicia and the girls. We've got Greg from Albuquerque listening, and um, the Lomans from north of Belfield. Uh, we've got a lady that said, when I said that oh, these single guys that have helped me on the radio show, they all get married and I have to pick a new one. They, she said the best husbands come from the guys that used to do the radio show. And that was somebody that whose husband used to do the radio show. So she um, she is a little biased on that. These three men, and I asked right before that song, what was it you think about Noah, Daniel, and Job that made them so special? Maybe there's a little clue in Daniel 6.10. It says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime as he did aforetime. And I want you to notice that in another version, the New King James Version, it says, as was his custom since early days. You're going to find that all three of these men were lived a consistent, had a consistent walk with God. And I believe that is the premise or the very beginning of what God considers a great person. And so this this radio show, we're going to be talking about changing our habits, which will change our life. Uh, there is a, you know, thoughts become actions. Actions become our habits. Our life is made up of our habits, and our eternity will be judged by our life. That's how important our habits are. You know, uh, people... I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to say this, and I don't think I made this up. Maybe somebody, maybe I picked this up somewhere. But people do not decide their future. Let me just say this again. People do not decide their future. They decide their habits, and their habits decide their future. You see, if everybody could decide their future, everybody would do well. Because everybody wishes themselves to do well. But why, don't, why doesn't everyone do well? Because of their habits. You don't decide your future. You decide what your habits will be, and your habits decide your future. Your habits can become either the best of servants or the worst of masters. Let me give you a definition of, of habit. It's not the little hat that a nun wears. But a habit is a reoccurring pattern of behavior that is acquired through frequent repetition. 
Number two, it's an established state of mind or character, a practice, a pattern, or a custom. Habits are a good thing. Good habits are a good thing. We need habits. If we didn't have habits, we wouldn't have never have learned to tie our shoes. To drive, we'd have to learn to drive a car all over again every time, every day. Um, you know, many times um, good and bad habits kick in during times of, of trauma, stress. Uh, good habits, of course, people that are trained, uh, firefighters and, and first responders and so on, they're trained to the point where their habits are natural. They, they do naturally what they need to do because under stress you can't think. So when you are stressed or weak, you're more likely to be carried along by your habits. And that's why military, police, firemen are trained under such intense pressure situations because because when they reach a moment of high stress, their habits they receive during training carry them on. And so developing habits, changing habits, good habits, uh, changing into good habits or, or changing away from bad habits has everything to do with the scripture. And it has everything to do with these three men that I mentioned in Ezekiel 14, 14, Noah, Daniel, and Job. These three men were men that lived a consistent life before God. Now, let me t- just tell you, I've been this doing this living for the Lord thing for about 41 years now, coming up on 41 years. And I've seen a lot of people make starts and a lot of people not finish. I've seen a lot of people that were very sincere. They, uh, I think they meant well. I think they were honest. I think that they, they believed that they would carry on, but they didn't. I'm dealing with people right now in my life uh, as a pastor that make starts for God. They'll come to the front of a church and pray, but they won't follow through. They won't, like, they can't even get the habit of coming to church sometimes, faithfully. They, they can't get it. They, they can't do it. They, their life is in a disarray. And so, you know, this, this idea that, you know, I hope that people don't listen to me and think that I'm talking about, um, you know, just self-control and self, you know, self-will and so on to live for God. I, it's not just that, but I, I'm telling you that there is a practical side to serving God. And one of them is to develop right habits. Now, let me just say this before I go too far about r- developing right habits. Uh, you know, I, I want to just reach out to, to uh, maybe some young people that are listening to me that maybe haven't developed any bad habits yet. I'm going to tell you, please listen to me. Don't go down that road. It's of the utmost importance that you stay away from addictive activities um, because bad habits are hard to break. Now, I, I know that the new birth can break bad habits. I understand that. But there is a, um, you know, if, if the wisest of the wise young people are the ones that don't have to learn by experience, the smartest people there are are the people that learn by listening. You know, the the most the wisest of all of us are the people like Daniel in the Bible that started living for God when he was a young man and just continued on. Never ever played around with sin, never ever 
decided to go down that road. These ideas that, well, I have to, I, you know, I'm sure glad that I was a drug addict so that, that I, you know, and I, I, you know, I learned some things during that time. Well, certainly you learn some things. But how much better to just go by what other people know? I've got a friend of mine listening, he and his wife, Dave and Lauren, out in Fargo. He's been through the, he's been through the ringer. So, and so is she with drug addiction. You know, when they share their story to people, one of the reasons they share their story is not only to help people that are doing these things, but certainly it's to help people to stay away from these things. Because developing bad habits can destroy your life. It's So it's of the utmost importance. I'm extremely concerned about the habits that are being developed right now because of the Internet and all the time-wasting things that there are that go with that, with the phones and, and of course, the pornography and the games and all these things. You know, it is possible to develop a appetite for bad things. And what I'm before I go any farther in the program, I'm just trying to stop somebody that's listening to me. Don't go down that road. You know, there's a there's a, a reason that addictive things are addictive because they're habitual. They they are habit forming. Smoking, for instance. Why start smoking? It's it's a it's a bad habit. It really is. It's just a bad habit. You know the the um, you know I smoked for a period of in my life, but the uh, you know and of course it was so, so interesting is when I came to God and repented, <laughs> I threw all just about all my bad habits in one pile and just got rid of them. That was so beautiful. You know, my drug addiction, my smoking, my swearing, a lot of these bad habits. and, and But there were others, too, that God had to work with me on. And so whatever you do, you know, if you're, you know, don't play with addictive things. I think everything in life we should look at is, number one, does it, here's the test. Number, whatever we do, whatever we get involved with, number one, does it glorify God? Number two, does it glorify sin? And number three, is it a good use of my time? I think everything we do, should we should run that test by it. I think we should get to the point with things where we're not asking what's wrong with it, but what, what's right with it. You know, that I think it's very important that we do. And and it's it's crazy. You know, why do we make bad choices when we know better? Well, in our humanity... Uh, we care more sometimes about immediate, tangible consequences or tangible things than about delayed and intangible consequences. Like donuts now, weight gain later. That's why good habits result from resisting temptation. They do. They really do. I'm getting some good stuff here, and I know that that um, that I believe this. Uh, I believe it too. Brother Roland said the Holy Ghost can help you break any habit, but sometimes God does not take the habit away without some work on your own. You know what? I could just about end the program right now. That's exactly right. That's what I'm trying to say, Brother Roland. Very good. Um, the uh, I, I, I'm telling you that some of this we're expecting God to do, but there is some of this that takes some self-control, some self-discipline. The, the word of disciple is certainly discipline, 
And if you're going to be a great person of God, you're going to have to develop some good habits in your life, and you're going to have to get rid of some bad ones. Bad habits can be broken. Good habits can be learned. But we must start by acknowledging our bad habits. We've got to acknowledge them. Like, like if you, you know, I'm going to talk about some bad habits here in just a little bit. But uh, we, we need to, you know, good habits are the results of resisting temptation. Good habits are the results of self-control and self-discipline. You know, the, um, and that's where I think that sometimes people are in such a rut of bad habits that their their life is just in constant turmoil. They're never getting anywhere with God. They're never getting anywhere with others because their life is out of control. You know, and let me tell you, it's not getting any better. Our society is full of addictive behavior, addictive things. It's not just drugs. It's not just alcohol. Certainly, I could spend the whole program talking about both of those. They're both the same. As far as I'm concerned, if you say, well, I might drink, but at least I'm not a drug addict. Um, alcohol is a drug, if you haven't heard this before. It's one of the worst drugs that was there ever was. And so don't, don't give me this, you know, I, I might, I might drink a lot, but I'm not an alcohol, I'm not a drug addict. You are a drug addict if you drink a lot. That's what you are. It may be legal, but it's still an addictive drug. And so, but it's not just some of these things. We, we have got to, you know, if you want to change, let me, let me just say this again, that, that you cannot decide your future. You can only decide what your habits are going to be. And your habits will decide your future. See, that's kind of what Jesus was saying, kind of when he said, he said, uh, don't worry about tomorrow. Take care of today. In other words, we, we, we have these grandiose ideas of how we're going to change the world or how we're going to change or, or maybe even you have these terrible ideas that you can't change because you say, I've always been a loser. Change your habits and you won't be a loser. That's what this is all about. You know, uh, you that are apostolic Pentecostal people listening to me, and I, I hope you know this, that you're only part of my audience. I, I, um, I'm on Holy Ghost Radio and I'm glad you're listening, but my, my target audience really are the people that are listening to this AM radio station in Dickinson. But if you're a, 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 a Christian person walking with God, we, we need to develop a habit of prayer in our life. We need to develop these habits. You, you're not going to just pray because you know it's right. You're going to pray because you set aside time to pray. You're going to pray because you, you are a disciplined person to pray. And, um, you know, that's, I, I mean, there's no other way around it. Certainly, you know, the person that wrote the song, Sweet Hour of Prayer, what a beautiful song. My sister and I sang that song at my grandmother's funeral, Sweet Hour of Prayer. What a beautiful song, talking about how, you know, I, I, I just am so excited to come to this garden and pray. Well, that is true. You know, we are excited to pray. But let me tell you, whoever wrote that song also had times in their life where they didn't feel like praying. And they still prayed because prayer, that habit of prayer is a good thing. Well, I'm just rambling, talking here. Abe, play a song, and I'm going to talk about some bad habits that we need to get over here in just a minute.
That was Greg McCool, and that was Abe is picking on some good music tonight. That was the perfect song to play for this broadcast. You can you can change those bad habits to where your worst day now is better than your best day back then. Tell it like it is. Radio show sponsored by the New Life Pentecostal Church, Dickinson, North Dakota. Pastor Bob here. We're talking about habits tonight. I said our old bad habits have. First of all, we have to acknowledge we've got them. Let me just talk to you about some bad habits. Number one, the failure habit. The failure habit, where you just think that everything's going to go wrong. Or you feel like no matter what I do, it's going to go wrong. And because of that, you're a negative person. You know, uh, in Numbers 13.33, the spies said, "We and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which came, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we're, were we were in their sight." This is a way of thinking. It's a habit. It's it's a negative habit of thinking that you're going to lose, no matter how good it's going. It's not going to work. There was a man I read about in Hong Kong. And he walked by a tattoo studio. And what struck him with force were on the, on the, on the uh, window of this tattoo studio were different tattoos that people would get. And it struck him with force that there was a tattoo called Born to Lose. So he couldn't help himself. He entered into this tattoo shop 
and he uh, he asked the owner, does anybody really get that terrible phrase, born to lose, tattooed on his body? And the owner of the shop, in his broken English, here again it was in Hong Kong, he replied, yes, sometimes, but, he said. The, or But the other guy said, but I can't believe that anyone in his right mind would do that. And the Chinese man simply tapped his forehead and in broken English said, before tattoo on body, tattoo on mind. Born to lose. Some people sabotage the success because they're so used to things not working in their lives that when things begin to work too good, they wreck it. You know, so we've got to change these type of habits. Uh, many times habits are actions, and many times habits are ways of thinking. You know, like, I know we all joke about Murphy's Law, you know, whatever could go wrong, does go wrong or something, and I know that's just a joke. I understand that. Or at least it is for me. But some people really believe that. They really believe that they just can't win. Here we go again. And we've got to change these type of habits. Uh, Very similar to that is a habit that I'd like to call the unbelief habit. Hebrews 11.6, of course, I talked about this last week, but without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I want you to focus on that last part. Not only does it say that we can't please God without faith, but we have to believe that God rewards those that seek him. And so negativity flies in the face of that. Like, if you're seeking God, the Bible said he's going to reward you for that if you diligently seek him. Negativity is a destructive habit. It, it, it's very displeasing to God because it, it, it begins to talk to us and tell us that God isn't going to help us and that God's not going to be our refuge and strength. You know, there's a um, there's a uh, guy, a uh, singer. His name is Joseph Haberdink, Haberdink, and he's got a song called "What's that song he has about Lazarus?" What's the name of that song? Uh, a, yeah, "Dead Things." Can you get that song? "Dead Things." Find that. See if you can find that. "Dead Things" by Joseph Haberdink. Now, what I thought was interesting about this is I saw, I read something about about this, and Joseph Habernank said his producer, and I believe this is what he said, didn't want that song on the CD. Because most Christian songs nowadays are not about how God can fix it, but they're more about how God can help you go through it because he won't fix it. In other words, most Christian songs nowadays are ministering to those that are divorced rather than to those whose marriage is on the rocks that God can fix their marriage. Like it was, it sounded like his producer thought it was too positive. I don't know if that's real, that's just the way the article or whatever. Maybe I saw something him speaking about it. But I was kind of shocked about that. But then I got to thinking, that's kind of the way it is. People 
are they want comfort, they want sympathy, they want uh, they want somebody to to help them through these tough times, but they don't believe God can deliver them. They'd rather have somebody sit and cry with them than somebody sit and encourage their faith. We got to change our habits. Play, play that song. I, I just feel like you know I'm running out of time, but I just I love this song. Tell it like it is. Show two nine zero seven eight six two. Family is all together, sisters are crying, brother is gone, and there's no coming back from dying. Just imagine the scene that day in Bethany. Someone said the healer's coming, Jesus arrives. Martha said if you'd been here, he'd still be alive. Our Lazarus was gone, four days behind the stone. But a brother can't stay down when Jesus calls you home. Dead things don't stay dead. This program is kind of turning maybe different than what you thought it was. But there are habits. Pastor Bob here, the Tell Like It Is show. Uh, a lot of people are listening tonight. A lot of people have texted me. Good to have the Willis's listening, plus Jason and Connor. 
Good to have Brother Paul and his family from Wapaton listening tonight. Good to have heard from you for a long time, it seems like. Good to have you. If you are listening, 701-290-7862 is a way you can text me. And, of course, this program tonight is live on October 6, 2019, and later it will be on a podcast. We're talking about changing our habits. We've got to change that habit of unbelief. We've got to change the habit of failure. We've got to change the habit of anger. Some people are so angry. Um, James 3.5 says, Even so the tongue is a little member, it's a small part of our body, but it boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Your, your tongue, your mouth can wreck a bunch of stuff. You got to change that. You got to start thinking before you talk. You got to calm down before you talk. You got to calm down before you act. You know, James 3.10 says, Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. You know, this, this, um, you know, we need to start, we need to have love for people instead of be so angry. And anger is a habit. And maybe some of you have had it ever since you've been little. There are other types of bad habits, societal habits. I kind of feel like that, well, I mean, I hate to do this. I hate to say this, but it seems like in America we're all getting kind of lazy. Not not everybody. I know you guys are. There's a bunch of hardworking people listening to me out there. But laziness is becoming kind of an American habit. That's why these people from other countries move here and do so well, because They haven't gotten lazy yet like a lot of us. Paul talked about the Cretans in Titus chapter 1, 5, 12, 13, chapter 1, verses 5, 12, and 13. But there can be a societal, bad societal habits. You know, uh, there really can be. Where people, um, you know, the the habits of of, uh, laziness are habits that need to be broken. Uh, God doesn't, he can't use lazy. And nobody else can either. There is such an opportunity in the United States of America for success because I think the bar has been lowered to the point where people don't really want to put out a lot of effort but still want a paycheck. Now, I, I happen to have some really good guys that work work for me. I'm, I own a siding and window business here in Dickinson. So I'm not talking about the people that work for me, really. But I'm telling you that we've got so many bad habits in our society. Like, for instance, if you have to get up and work tomorrow at 6 in the morning, you better go to sleep right after this program. Because if you don't, how are you going to wake up? And if you do wake up, what kind of worker will you be? You see, the habit of going to bed on time, the habit of waking up on time, change your habits, change your life. As I said, you cannot, you are not in control. I know I'm just driving this point home, but people do not decide their future. People decide their habits, and their habits decide their future. You know... um, there, there. My pastor used to have a lot of funny things to say about laziness. 
But I'm afraid, I'm really afraid for our country in the sense, I'm afraid spiritually for our country, but I'm also afraid that our country is in some kind of lethargic, here again, not everybody, I'm not criticizing you or your family, but I'm, I'm really afraid that, that our, our, our society is turning into this lazy, weak, lethargic society that really can't get anything done. Some of it has to do with the amount of entertainment that's out there, but a lot of it just has to do with laziness. There's a lot in the book of Proverbs about laziness, and laziness is a habit. It's a bad habit. You know, as the door turns upon its hinges, the book of Proverbs says, so the lazy man turns upon his bed. You know, he's, he's tied to that bed. He can't get out of bed. And so there are all kinds of bad habits going on in America. Selfishness, sexual bad habits, substance abuse habits, obsession with entertainment. Uh, people are on Facebook for hours a day and their own children are being neglected. Now that's stupid. Isn't that dumb? You're in the same room with the people you love the most, that love you the most, but you're online with somebody from Japan that you'll never meet. I mean, this, this it's crazy. I mean, it really is crazy that that people on social media are are um, wasting their lives. These are bad habits. Don't get addicted to these things. Certainly, it can have its place. Certainly, it's a communication tool. But these, you know, to develop good habits, uh, habits of, um, you know, and here again, not just spiritual habits, but all kinds of good habits. If if you are complaining because you don't own anything and you're in poverty, let me just tell you this. Why don't you develop the habit of going to work? That's a good habit. Most people didn't inherit the things that they have. Most people that I know didn't inherit it. Most people I know worked for it. And work is a habit. And hard work is a good thing. Whether you're a preacher, a carpenter, a teacher, whatever. It's a good thing. And so so we've got to change some of these bad habits. You know, this, let me just zero in, I'll get on to societal habits. Um, there, there are... Um, there are people that um, are going nowhere in their life. They're going nowhere in society. They're going nowhere with God. And it's because we're falling into some of these societal habits that are going on. Uh, children are not raised to know how to work many times. Uh, they don't have chores at home. They, they, uh, uh, their parents put them in front of some screen just to keep them out of their way. And because of that, there's a lot of bad habits being developed. People don't know, they don't have a work ethic. The Bible teaches us what to do with this. In Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so, be not conformed to this world. In other words, it doesn't matter what the world is doing. It doesn't make any difference the bad habits this world has. You know, the the um, 
Hey, Sydney and Ashley's listening. She's 16. Good to have Sydney listen. I know Sydney. The, um, so it is your choice to develop good habits. God has given us free will. We choose to have either good or bad habits. Let me say it one more time. People do not decide their future. They decide their habits. Their habits decide their future. Well, Abe, are you uh, ready to give out some information about how to... Now, he's going to tell you about some of our churches that are in the area here, some of the churches that are uh, daughter churches out of the Dickinson Church. So pay attention to this because um, you might be listening outside of the Dickinson area, but there might be a Pentecostal church near you. Well, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, North Dakota. You can visit us. Uh, We have service Sunday morning. Um, There's Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m. There's adult Bible studies, open discussion Bible studies, and then there's Sunday school classes for the kids. And also our worship service starts at 11 o'clock. Sunday school goes till about 10.50, and worship service starts at 11. The address to our church is 501 Elks Drive here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m., and we'd love to have you Join us for that. Um, also, if you're if you're from the beach area, there's a midweek service at the Beach Community Center. It's an apostolic service, a daughter work out of our church, and um, that's at the Beach Community Center every Tuesday night at seven thirty. Also, uh, there's another daughter work in Bowman called the Cornerstone Apostolic Church, and they have one service, one midweek service. Every week on Thursday night at 7.30 in Bowman, North Dakota, the Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Uh, the address is 18 North Main, and um, Brother Seth is the pastor there. Also in Beulah, there's the Truth Community Church. The address to that church is 223rd Street Northwest. They have service on Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock, and that's the Truth Community Church in Beulah, North Dakota. If you'd like uh, more information on these uh, different services, you can get a hold of Pastor Simons. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com, or you can call or text him. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862. Thank you, Abe, and thank you all for listening. We've got a few minutes left in the broadcast tonight. And I I, I don't think I'll be criticized for this program, um, but I'm just trying to say that maybe somebody, some might think that I'm trying to be, I'm not being spiritual enough here. Like, doesn't the born-again experience fix everything? You know, the born-again experience really does fix things and it really does help us to change our desires and what we love and what we want to do but you you know what you used to maybe hate now you love and what you used to love now you hate but and I and I believe that so like the born again again experience to me delivered me from my drug addiction uh, delivered me from you know all kinds of other things and um, and instead of wishing I could be on drugs but knowing it was bad for me, it changed it into like, I don't want to do this anymore. It changed what I wanted to do. So I believe in the born-again experience. But I will tell you that we still need to develop good habits. 
I think we need both. I, I, you know, here again, you that are the, you know, maybe you're thinking I'm not relying on the spirit enough in this topic. Uh, I'm just talking to you practically. The people that I've met in my life, like the three that I mentioned to start with, that are mentioned in Ezekiel 14, 14, Ezekiel mentioned these three men. There was something about Noah, Daniel, and Job. And I believe I know what it is. They consistently did what was right. They did consistently did what was right. They didn't. Um, they didn't um, uh, waver. They, you know, you'll read about Noah praying for his children consistently. You'll be. You'll read about Daniel praying consistently. You know that Noah consistently worked on that that ark. They day in day out had developed some good habits. And I'm, I'm, my program tonight is simply that, to just encourage you. Well, you say, some maybe you're saying, you know what, I can't get free of my bad habits, Pastor Bob. So they don't even try. But Luke 18, 27 said, Jesus said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And so, the, the, um, you can change your habits. But I do believe there's got to be some effort on our part. I believe God will help us. He really will. But, you know, for instance, tomorrow morning, if you want to get up and pray, um, you know, that, that becomes a habit. You know, um, there is a, um, you know, that, that's good. Uh, Dave, Dave just texted me, Dave from, I call him one arm Dave. You know, addictions are uh, they can be good addictions you can develop good addictions you know that's that's you you really can you can develop good addictions you can uh, you know the Bible talked about a group of people that were addicted to the ministry that's why I believe people that have battled drug addiction can become great Christians because they know what it is to be addicted. They just need to change their addiction to something good because they know what it is to be addicted. Well, this uh, hopefully this helps somebody tonight. Pastor Bob is the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. As Abe mentioned, our next service is Wednesday night at 730. I'd love to meet you at 501 Elks Drive. That would be a good habit for you to start coming to church. And here again, if you're listening to me tonight on the radio and you know maybe you're a person that attends our church not habitually, why not start? You know, what stops you from coming every Sunday and Wednesday? That's a good, going to church is a good habit. Praying is a good habit. Fasting is a good habit. Reading your Bible is a good habit. Those are all good habits. But they all take discipline. Lord Jesus, tonight as we close our broadcast, I I pray, Lord, that you'll help people to see that you're willing to help them. You're willing to, to help them if they're willing to change. But also, Lord, I know that there's with our free will, there's some of this that we have to do. And I just pray that you help us, God, to do the things that we need to do to allow you to do the things that only you can do. And I just pray that you do this work in our lives Give us the wisdom that we need in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. 
Uh, next Sunday night at 8.06 Mountain Time, Lord willing, we'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is radio show. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.